just want to thank everyone out there who's showed their support towards the podcast. It's been absolutely amazing. And if you've got any mates out there who've uh, got a few proper true yarns and uh, or someone who you know who's a mad dog who might want to come on and spin a few to us, uh, send it through. And uh, if you do one favour for me that would be absolutely incredible, click on the proper true yarn podcast, go to your settings of that and uh, hit auto download because we all know how uh, terrible the phone service in Australia is and I hate the old episode be cut short due to um, terrible phone service. So if you get that auto downloaded, um, we'll be all good to go and there'll be no interruptions. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Did that really fucking happen? This river bloke called Knuckles, some call him the Big Knuck, spinning stories tall and true that'll make you say, Holy fuck! The cities to the outback on the highway or the farm, crack a cold one with Knuckles and tell us a proper true yarn. Welcome back to the proper true yarn podcast, the show which we extract the best and the wildest yarns from anyone that actually sit beside me and tell a fucking yarn. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, you have to be pretty cool to sit beside uh, the big papa to tell you aren't so Dan, I mate. Um, apart from running the balls, you mad dog. Like that was fucking phenomenal. But what are your interests? Uh, like I know that you do a bit of hunting, a bit of spearing, a bit of whatever. Just tell us, give us a bit of insight into maybe a yarn that you might have within that world. Cape York trip, uh, oh, a couple of years ago. Well, I was still playing football. We'd uh, we'd always line it up for an October trip. Uh, up to Cape York, yeah. uh, a few of the boys I played footy with, a few friends um, that were tied off, not footy players but just good fellas. We used to do a fair bit of fishing and hunting and stuff with. But, yeah, we tried to get up to the Cape York for, for a week or two. Yeah. Yeah, got plenty of uh, loose adventures up there and just the boys away chasing crab noodling, buddy, spearing out the reef and bow so, hunting and So you, don't, you do a bit of spearing? A bit of everything, yeah. I, um, got any mad spearing yards? I've got... Any of those, but um, now this one in particular, we did this trip. We got all the way up to Bamaga. One of the things for the trip was all the boys, mad linos. Not many of them were spearos. I was kind of come along, boys, and they'd come in, have a little bit of a look, and it was more of a show and tell rather than uh, they were spearing. But on the line, they wanted to catch a barra. We'd we'd gone a week and a half in the trip. No one's caught a barra, and they're like, "This is what we set out to do." Like the boys wanted to get a barra, so wow. I went, "Fuck." We've, we're in Cape York, by the way. Like, there's crocodiles yeah. everywhere. Oh fuck me, dead. We're at Chili Beach and I'm, I'm spearing straight out from me swag and the night before I'm with a spotlight trying to spot red eyes just to make sure there's none in the area. And this, this particular time I shot a oh, three-kilo cray and a fair trout about 150 metres from me swag. Didn't see any uh, crocs that time, but the next time we went, um, there was three crocs on the same beach straight out from the, the swag. So... Yeah, a little bit of hit and miss. But this is where the locals, like I've, I've got some connections to the, the Cape York area and was talking to the locals and they said, yeah, go just the night before, go at Spotlight, make sure you don't see any eyes. This is where we go to get our craze and we went and did a spearing. One of the – Reese Martin, um, as I mentioned on the last podcast, uh, had his drone there and he was flying over the top of me. I don't know what the fuck he was going to do with the drone if I'd crock <laughs> Bombed off the croc. Yeah. yeah, for fuck's sake. There's no machine guns on the fucking DJI Maverick Pro. Yeah, like, for exactly. fuck's sake. Wow. Um, yeah, the old bomb dive. Would have done the trick. But anyway, did a bit of spearing there. Hadn't got any bar at this stage. The boys have been fishing flat. No barrows at this point. And these boys are mad fishermen. Like they love their fishing and they get right into it. And like the whole agenda for the trip was a couple of boys want to get some barra. Anyway, we went, uh, we cut that section. We'd, we, we'd left the coast. 
and then I went and did the old teletrack heading up, do the waterfalls. I don't know if you've been up there. Like that's an incredible part of Australia. Like I did two and a half, three years around Australia and um, that would have to be in probably the top top three. That What old, part? Uh, the old teletrack up teletrack, Cape yeah. York. Okay, uh, yeah. It's from Bramwell Station through to the Jardine River. Okay, um, yep. It's iconic because that was where the, the telegraph line used to run through the middle of the Cape. Um, heading yeah, up right. to Warringah. But, yeah, we got through there. We did the, the full-wheel driving stuff. That's where, like, uh, Shotgun Creek, where everyone fucks yeah, up their yeah, cars. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. Seeing, you're seeing the videos. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we did all the, the full-wheel driving in the, in the waterfalls and a beautiful part. And then we got to Bamagar. And, again, we've come into – not the end of the trip, but we still got a little bit up our sleeve. But um, we chewed up a bit of time and got to a um, – the Bamiga servo and I asked the local fellow, like, where's the best place to get a barra? And he goes, underneath the jetty at Bamiga. Um, Bamiga is like the last last town before Torres Strait and, like, you're in the heart of croc country. Like, you're Mate. it's thick. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah there's, more, there's more crocs of people up that way. hundred fucking percent. Yeah. Anyway. And, and you got in the fucking water, you mad cunt. Oh, it didn't just get in the water. So this place, like the best place, all the local fellas, they spear underneath the jetty apparently. Um, I, I have a question. <laughs> I have a question mark on that. <laughs> didn't see one of them doing, but I did fucking did. You mad dog. Holy oh, fuck. Yeah. So we rocked up. We got to the jetty and the viz was reasonable, maybe about two and a half metres. In um, front of you? When you? In front of me. So I'm so, in the water and I can see about two and a half metres in front of me. And like this is... For inshore stuff, if you if people have spear and do inshore spearing in North Queensland, like two and a half meters inshore is quite reasonable. Like I dive on Maggie sometimes, and sometimes I headbutt the bottom when I'm uh, swimming down. You might be in 15 meters of water, and you just close your eyes on the way to the bottom, and you kind of judge where you are. And halfway to the bottom, you open your eyes and you keep swimming down, looking, trying to spot the bottom, and then next minute it's hitting you square in the face. Um, so two and a half meters is reasonable, Viz. Um, pretty cloudy. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> That's why <laughs> I stay in my fucking boat and I <laughs> send fucking live baits down. Fuck me, Dad. Yeah, no, bruh. There's no, there's no arguing with the straight hook, though. It's a persuasion stick. You're coming with me. I, if I see it, I get it. Yeah, oh, mate, I understand that. Fucking but, hell. But the, it does come with those risks and it does, yeah, you've got to put yourself in those positions and it's not – like if you go to the reef, you see a crow trout. Like the, they're dumb as shit. No, they'll turn side on you. Get an easy yeah. shot. Like whatever. But your barra and certain species become a bit more flighty. You're in dirty water. You're with factors like crocodiles and sharks and whatever else. So anyway, I jump in. Um, I, actually, before I jump in, I saw some kids waiting on the side of the water. The local kids and like they're right on the edge of the water. But I was like, that's enough. Like if they're getting it, like the crocs in my back of my head. Like I'm, I'm a little bit stressing, a little bit peaking. Yeah. See that, and then old aunties and that are fishing on the on the jetty, and I'm like, he said to go here. The kids are swimming on the water. I go and ask, like, oh yeah, as I said, I've tied up with a bit of the indigenous community there, and like, I I try to do the right thing, and uh, I go and ask Arnie, the main Arnie, and is it all right if I jump in and spear because obviously they're fishing on the jetty, and yep. she gives me the nod. I go back to the the car, have a couple liquid courages, <laughs> just to get the. Uh, yeah, the juice flowing and and, and enough of a um, just to coach. get just to get the boys a barra. Yeah, yeah, just but this, the boys is, this is literally one. what it is. The boys want a barra. Boys want a barra, and mate, I'm I'm nutting up to yeah, get the boys a barra. That's exactly it. I I, I was over in uh, 
Europe and I saw Reese uh, over in, in Leeds and we're talking about this trip and I was like, fuck, that was a crazy trip. Like, we did some crazy shit that trip. And Reese pulled me up. He goes, no, no, no. no. It was a crazy trip, but you did it all. Everything that was fucking nuts on that trip was you. We were just on your fucking show. <laughs> yeah, we were yeah, riding our show. We, could, we had pigs walking through camp and I was shooting them with the bow and crocs and pulling snakes and goannas and yeah, it was it was a it was a fair show. And then obviously the barrel underneath the jetty. But anyway, got in, got the uh, old auntie's permission, had a bit of liquid courage, suited up, jumped in, and like the bait was nuts. Like I don't know, anyone's been up to Bamagera, like the currents was ripping through there, and like the tide was just going nuts. The bait was under there. I dove to the bottom. There's coral trout, finger mark, I mean, uh, oh, mangrove off jack, the jetty, of the jetty, trout, tuskies, like all the kind of things you want to see. Pelagics. There's, they catch Spanish mackerel off there. Like, Holy it's, fuck, yeah, it's right. pumping. It's pumping. Like, yeah. there's there's a lot of life there. There's a lot of bait. Like, it's maybe about four and a half, five metres deep. Probably a little bit deeper. But um, from the top to the bottom was just stacked with fish. Bait all the way till about half a metre off the bottom. Wow. And then at the bottom was all the predatory fish. Anyway, I swam the whole lot of the jetty, went to the other end, got back, no barrel. Like, all the other species of fish, the coral trout, your finger mark, your jack, yeah. like, You'd be happy to shoot them any other day of the Off week. Off a fucking jetty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're fucking wow. pumped. Pumped. And, um, and heaps of them. But we're there for one fish. Yeah. We're there for a barra. And I pop my head up and go, I've checked everywhere. There's no barra. And I've got one more trick up my sleeve and it's to go to the, the absolute length of my breath hold and just sit on the bottom and just let their curiosity come to me. Because barra can be curious or they can be pretty skittish and yeah. it just depends. And like, You'll hear them and you'll hear a doof and I'll just take off and you never see them because the viz is terrible. As I said, like two and a half minutes, this is a pretty good viz. So I just swam to the bottom. The current's pumping and I just hug the pylon and just literally like a flag just flapping in the in the current and um, right at the end of my like breath hold, like I'm just holding on as long as I possibly can. How long you reckon you're on there? Two, uh, two minutes? Two minutes probably on the bottom. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, your static breath hold could be longer but when you're down at depth, you got the factors of like, the little croc in the back of your head. And oh, you everything. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, 100%. maybe maybe it was thirty seconds. It felt like five minutes, but it was thirty I, seconds. I tell you, yeah, it we'll was me and fucking five seconds. I would have <laughs> shit me pants for Berlin. They could have <laughs> fucked off, mate. You're a bigger man than me, Dan. I can tell you that much. Hugging a fucking pile on in Bamaga, you mad cunt. Yeah, yeah, no, that was a, bit, a little bit wild, but um, saw a barrel right at the end of my breath hold Stop and it. saw the silhouette. You don't see it like because it's dirty water. It's pretty. They colour in, and um, you just see that silhouette, and you know, I know what the, the silhouette looks like. I know yeah. what it is. It pisses off, and um, yeah. Anyway, all right, the barrel here. I, they are here. I just need to do my time on the bottom and. They're fucking spooky. They're really just really wide. Obviously, there's other predators around which keep them wiry and they're, they're, I don't know if they've been chased, whatever's happened, but they're flighty at this point. So I'm just doing as long a breath hold as I can, holding on to the pylon, trying to stay still in the in the current. Right at the end of every breath hold, the barrel will just come in. The silhouette will come in. I can't see the fish. I can just see the shadow, the silhouette of it. One of the tricks is to put the gun – like you just want to be so still that – that you don't spook them and then they their curiosity eventually takes over, they come in. Um, so I got the gun and every time I go to touch the gun to point it at their silhouette, they piss off. They just spook and go. Um, so I've done four or five dives at this stage and then I'm holding onto the pylon and I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting and then all of a sudden this big shadow gets casted over me. 
Like I'm in Bamiga. This is crook country. This is not okay. And yeah, like I'm squidding. I'm I'm throwing ink. I'm shit oh. myself. And but I can't move. If crocs over the top of me, I move. I become prey. Yeah, I'm saying. So I just hold on to this fucking. How like, many minutes would you been in there? Like. Minute and half, this, ten oh, minutes, no. or whatever. No, it's probably like well, it's probably about a minute into the dog. Yeah, like it was like halfway but, through. But still. Oh yeah. Anyway, this shadow. Like I haven't looked yet. I've just got this shadow cast over the top of me, and like I know where I am. I know what the risks <laughs> are. Like I'm fucking packing myself. It's <laughs> nuts. Anyway, I turn around and look, and it's not a fucking croc. It's this groper, and these gropers come in to staunch me. And like I've been in the water with big gropers. And sharks are there, like two and a half, three metre sharks, and they're getting out of the road of the gropers. Like these gropers, yeah, when they, like, they're 300 kilos. They're big yeah, Big fish. boys, they're big boys. And he wants to staunch me. I'm in his territory and he wants to staunch me. And every time, like, so a couple more dives, I know he's there. He's like, he's letting me know he's the boss. And the next couple of dives, he keeps trying to circle in behind me. I reckon he's trying to take me fucking fins off. Like he's really trying to get me uncomfortable and like let me know that he's the big dog in the area. Yeah. Anyway, proceed. Like I've shit myself. Like by the way, like this this shadow has really just put a little itch in the back of my head going. Yeah, yeah. the crocs mean fuck all. The bull sharks mean fuck all. This little groper <laughs> means fucking everything. <laughs> yeah. I'm safe. The crocs aren't coming. The yeah, groper's going to rape them. God, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is the groper's patch. Shout out, groper. Shout out to the groper. Um, and, like, you jump on YouTube and type in Bamiga Groper and, oh. like, there's videos of people throwing, like, fish frames down oh, this thing. Yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah, a big yeah, fish. Yeah, yeah, big fella. He's yeah. a local, the resident. Anyway, yeah, cheer out to the Groper. And anyway, I do a few more dives and, like, I know the barrow there. I know if I do my time, eventually I'm going to get the shot off. Um, get the shot off, shoot this barrow and people are always fishing there. There's a lot of fish there. Shit ton of fucking fishing line around all the pylons because fish have been busting them off. This barrow takes off, wraps around the pylon, all the fishing lines wrapped around the shaft and the fish and I'm literally there with my feet on the fucking pylon just pulling this thing, trying to get it off, looking over my shoulder waiting for this fucking groper to come Because, like, obviously I shoot a fish, dinner bells are on. Like this this, this groper's coming in and I fucking finally get this fish off, pull it up and it was like just under a meter. Like it was a big fish. And I said to like I said to Arnie and that that I'd I'd give her some fillet if I got one and whatever else. Yeah. So I got this fish, I get up on the jetty and I'm starting filling up and like there's kids everywhere and like I'm filling it off, I'm giving fillet to that and like we just got kept enough for us and yeah. then just fed all the people that are on the jetty and that. Yeah. Um it was it was a pretty cool experience. Anyway, these tourists came down and um he comes over to me, he goes, I just want to let you know, like I was gonna come over and see you earlier, but you look like you're having too much fun, so I didn't wanna Turn you off, but there was a four and a half meter croc on this beach this morning. Oh. Fuck me, mate. What? <laughs> four and a half meter croc. Yeah, he goes, Yeah, it was just sitting just there, just at the edge of the jetty this morning. I didn't want to let you know because you look like you're having too much fun. Didn't want to ruin your fun. Thank you very much for the information. Oh, th- thank, thank you, sir. Thank yeah. you very nice. Thank yeah, you very yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Are you, are you for real, cunt? Like, um, yeah, it wouldn't have ruined me fun. Could have killed me, you fuckhead, but it wouldn't have ruined me fun. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very nice. And then old... Uh, wow. Yeah, a bit wild. And then the young fella that was there with us, um, or not with us, but he was just on the jetty, one of the fishing. Hey, mister, mister, you go get me one. 
I give him feel it to everyone else, and he wanted me to go back down and get a barrel. After old mate just come told me there's a four meter croc in this speech, I was done. I was done. Fuck, and I, I don't blame you. I've ticked it. Of that box is done. I've um I've rolled the dice, and like I've, as I said, Chili Beach. I've done a, I've done a lot of places with crocs, and like I grew up in North Queensland. Yeah. Um, spearfishing, and like got exposed. My dad lived in Cooktown for seven years, so like. I'm exposed to the the situation, the reality of the Crocs, but um, yeah, after that, like I'd literally just done my number, and I went, I've I rolled the dice, I've come up trumps, but I think I'm done spearing in that that part of Australia. Pass the cards in. Yeah, yeah. I see a good mate of mine, Blandy. Shout out Michael Bland. He's a fucking. He is a weapon on the spear gun, and does not give a fuck what is down around him. Like he, he's a fucking. He's a lunatic. And shout out, Blaine, mate, I love you, you because I wish I had your kahunas, you mate, cunt. And, mate, we're talking about he's spearfishing on the rocks of the Fitzroy River <laughs> and there's gators, yeah, like yeah. crocodiles swimming past him and he's like, oh, as he's spearing for Barra, he's like, oh, not even that big, he's only three and a half metres. <laughs> not, not even that big, you fuckhead. I, you're you're one point seven six. <laughs> they're nearly double your length, and, and they're not even that big. Like you, you are a fucking lunatic. I respect you. Oh, mate. But you, that that's you know, as you know, mate. At the reef, you're out. You can control a shark. You see it. You see it coming. You can you, behave you, accordingly to what's, you're in what's dirty coming. water, bro. You do not know what's around you or to, and for me, oh, you know, we're just sparing it now. It's just. Uh, it's just lies past me. It's all good, mate. It's only three and a half minute crock. I had a few people tell me, like, again, experienced divers and that, and they, they do all the creek diving and that. And their theory is that crocs can't open their mouth when they're underwater because they the water gets in. I don't know if you've ever seen a croc get a fish. I've seen a few videos of blokes catching barra and them taking the barra under the water. Yeah. It's flawed fucking theory. Oi. You, oh, they've got big balls. The boys have got big balls. Oh, massive cohenies oh, to even man. fucking do that. Man, lunatics, lunatics. Like, and you hear about all the fellas in um, uh, P&G and that, they're like, ah, oh, no, all good. Like, you see the old croc on the rock, we'll take you down. We'll take you down. Ah, oh, no, we can't see the croc today, so we'll, uh, we won't take you down. Because <laughs> they're, they're a patent creature. They're in there, a patent creature. Nah, I, I've heard, I'm not going to disagree with that story, but I've I've got a few mates from PNG or their family are from that way, and they reckon, oh, can we swim in the river? Yeah, not sweet. What about the crocs? No, no, we ate all them. Up there, they fucking hunt the bastards. Yeah. So, like, in, in Australia, they're all protected oh, species. Up there, anything's, nah, anything's a know, feed. Man. Oh, the, 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 all the yarns I've heard is that they, they know they're there. Yep. And if they can see them, they're cool. Okay. That, so it, you, you, well, yeah, that's the same with um, that chilly beach. Uh, yeah, Lockhart area. So, so, yeah. They'll be on so, the beach yeah. like 50 metres from yeah, there. Yeah, yeah they're they, if, you, if you see it's cool, see it's cool, see it's cool. So they reckon they're yeah. a pattern creature. Yeah. And the boy's like, well, okay. Well, it's sat in that rock the last four days. It's analysed what we're doing. Okay, now we can't see that fucker on the rock. That's fair. He's the main dude of the whole show. Yep. So we ain't going to fucking go down today because he's analysed us. Yeah, that's fair. And when we see him back on that rock, we'll fucking get him done. You know, like, yeah, like that's... <laughs> that's smart. Yeah, smart. You know, you're, not, you're not smart, not getting in the water, the cunts. <laughs> that's proper true fucking yarn. Proper true, yeah. yeah.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.